It's almost the end of the semester and the end of 2020. Final exams and projects are underway in what's been a weird academic term. And it seems like this year is never ending. Look, we won't sugarcoat it. 2020 has been bad. It can be hard to find a silver lining and no one should be forced to anyways. This year isn't even over and it's been a really difficult one. But ahead of this finals week and the end of the year, we wanted to provide a bit of levity for our listeners. So this month, we're taking a moment to spotlight some UMD students who did some cool things while in quarantine and made people smile in this weird time. Welcome back to Offbeat, a podcast by the Diamondback. I'm your host, Anastasia Marks. 2020 brought a lot of time inside and isolation from friends, classmates, and loved ones. Quarantine and working from home didn't mean you had to write the next great American novel or solve the mysteries of life. Sometimes the little wins were finishing all of the projects you had to do in a day, or making dinner on Zoom to have with friends, or just not squabbling with your parents for two minutes after being stuck in the house together for eight months. Are you that bored? What are you doing? Making a fish face. How is that going to help me decide what to make for dinner tonight? Why are you thinking about what we're going to have for dinner? Because this morning. is what I do. So my name is Leia Packer, uh, 2023, so I'm a sophomore, and I'm a theater and communications double major. While in quarantine together, Leia and her mother realized she could not cook, which was an issue because Leia is going to move to an apartment when she comes back to College Park. She was home for the fall semester. The idea began to kind of dawn on us, what if instead of just teaching me to cook, we taught all college students how to cook with easy staple recipes, really cheap, simple to get ingredients, and use the time we had together to make something good happen and try and help other people. So instead of individual cooking lessons, the two decided to help every college student out there who only knows how to make mac and cheese or cereal. Because I Said So is a mother-daughter cooking channel primarily for college students and basically any beginner cooks who just want to make an easy, healthy, and tasty meal. Because I Said So began in August and now has a couple hundred YouTube subscribers and over 6,000 views. Videos include recipes like smashed potatoes or teriyaki chicken and vegetables that are safe for people with dietary restrictions. And the videos include plenty of the bickering that comes with any mother-daughter relationship. Speaking of surprises, thank you for 200! Ah! You were supposed to throw the confetti. Ah! The channel is small, but Leia said her goal is not necessarily fame, but helping as many people as possible in this weird time, college students or not. I can't survive a whole day on like gum and ramen. You're running on empty and college is so physically and like emotionally demanding sometimes, you wanna be able to take care of yourself. We realized that a lot of people were struggling to continue to come up with meals during this time for their families or for their friends just because everyone's stuck at home. The pandemic has been really isolating for everyone with social distancing designed to keep us physically safe, but decreasing our social interaction. It's not always easy to remember that you're not alone in this situation. And it's even harder sometimes to articulate what those feelings are by yourself. So Arti Itzikirala, a freshman computer science major, started a podcast of her own, first as a school project, but then to chronicle the moment and showcase some perspective from students across the country about how the pandemic has affected them. 
My podcast is called Documenting a Pandemic. So let's say you were creating, I guess, a time capsule or something that could be discovered in 20 years that will show people what it was like to live like now. Arti has featured people from a few different schools across the country and has even learned a little bit about what it's like going to university in France, where the COVID-19 response has been a little bit different. One of the things she's gotten to explore was how everyone copes with this strange time, from students in different states to students running their own businesses. I learned so much about how small businesses were impacted during COVID because I gained a new perspective. I mean, naturally, I jumped to thinking that, you know, big time companies were hit really hard. The stock market plummeted. The economy is just going to shreds. Documenting a pandemic not only affirms that, yes, everyone feels sort of awful this year, but college students across the country are adapting to the pandemic. A generation of young people are learning to work with what they've got right now, to stay represented in the world, even when it feels like there isn't much to look forward to. One of her interviews was a student at George Washington University who is running his own small business. You know, Lucas told me that whereas for a small business, you know, them making their way into the economy, you know, that itself was a large challenge for them. So they're going to prepare for a rainy day. And anytime, you know, they sense a challenge, they'll be really quick with it. It's okay to take comfort in whatever content you've consumed this year, whether it's by learning something or just laughing at it. Archie's content may explain the moment down the line without a ton of pressure to add a positive spin. I think right now, I hope people realize that, you know, everyone's having such diverse experiences. No part of 2020 can be classified as being great. And, you know, it's a monumental time in history. So while new creations born in 2020 are bringing people joy, like Leia and her subscribers, or new knowledge like Arti and hers, an older trope for laugh lives within the internet. One that started long before the days of TikTok. I made the banner, which has a picture of Shrek on it and Wallace Lowe, RAP, just like lots of Kermits and a testudo. And it says, send testudes. Can you guess what we're talking about yet? I hear you run the UMD meme page. Yeah, well, now I'm like really actually very hands-off. When I was a freshman um, in 2016, one of my friends who I went to high school with decided to just make one out of the blue. Here's Vivian Shu. She graduated from UMD in May. Her friend Robbie enlisted the help of her and some friends to run the UMD Memes for Fearless Teens Facebook group in 2016. But they didn't expect it to grow nearly as much as it did. Because I think that was the peak of the college meme page format in particular, and also just like a really huge boom in joke Facebook groups. I was like, hell yeah. And I don't think anyone really expected it to actually become the one, but there wasn't one for UMD. This semester, students have been using the page to bring some laughs to their fellow Terps amidst a global pandemic. And in a group of more than 18,000 current and former Terps, Students shared posts trying to make light of things this semester, like university administration's pandemic response, or simply making jokes about how quarantine was longer than the line outside of Seastone when it wraps around the corner. Let's be honest, it's 2020. A big part of this year is taking the wins where you can find them, 
even if they're few and far between. And even if a great Kermit meme never fails to make people smile, it can sometimes feel hard to find things to laugh at. How can we stay positive during the pandemic? Do we have to find the good of 2020? What can bring us a little bit of joy? Reporter Sahana J. Rahman talked with expert Carly Hunt, a postdoctoral research fellow in psychiatry and behavioral sciences at Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine. Carly is teaching UMD's Living the Good Life, the Psychology of Happiness class next semester. How can little things help make us happier since the big thing is kind of out of our control? Even during the pandemic, there can be a lot of good experiences that happen during our day, even if, if it's just a hug from a loved one or like a positive conversation with somebody, what have you, even just the absence of feeling physical pain, for example. The idea is to pause and really feel the positivity that's naturally happening in our environment. So since this podcast is about, you know, the little moments in people's lives this year that have brought them joy, happiness, you know, some sense of satisfaction or success, what are ways that we can mitigate stress during stressful times and be happy, find ways to be happy? I think one that's very accessible and really powerful is gratitude practice. So even if something as simple as writing down in a gratitude journal three things per day that we're that we're grateful for can really make us feel better. And it's pretty cool that it's such a simple practice. I'll also talk about doing things for others. The more we can sort of let go of that hyper-focus on ourselves and focus our attention on others, that is really strongly associated with happiness. So there's even experimental data to suggest that spending money on other people makes us acutely happier relative to spending money on ourselves. But kind of on a more basic level, I think something else that is really powerful for happiness is just basic mindfulness. It's really, you know, just about sort of getting out of the habit of constantly worrying about the future and ruminating about the past and really training our mind to be here in the here and now. So I think even if students can just take a pause and just notice how they're feeling in in any particular moment, just connect with the five senses, even just notice how the breath is feeling, noticing what the present moment is like. It can be really powerful practice. And because happiness, we can really only find it in the present moment. We can't really find it through just thinking about the future or thinking about the past but it's still okay to not find a silver lining for 2020. A lot of people are grieving. It hasn't been an easy year. And despite 2020 coming to a close, the pandemic isn't over yet. Here's Carly again. I think for some people, finding a silver lining might feel really good and it might feel authentic to their experience. And then for other people, it is absolutely fine not to find a silver lining. We can have negative feelings, I think, and we can still have these different kinds of well-being, even though we might not be feeling joy and happiness and excitement. It's, it's totally unrealistic to think that we would be feeling those positive feelings all the time, right? It's not human. If students listen to no other thing, no other thing that we have just talked about, what would you want to tell them about being happy during this pandemic? What's the one thing you think that they should really take away? I think the most important thing right now is is self-compassion. I think if we can relate to ourselves and our feelings and our experiences with a sense of self-love, so even if you can think about what the kindest person in your life, how they've related to you in the past, to try to relate to our own inner life with that same kind of love and care is so key right now. It's so key to happiness. If you have a question you'd like us to answer in a coming episode, tweet us. We are at dbkoffbeat. And if you want a recap of what's happened at UMD and in College Park in 2020, visit our website, dbknews.com. There we have our definitive list of the biggest stories of the year. On a bit of a different note, 
This will be my final episode hosting Offbeat, so thank you to everyone who's listened and gone on this journey with us so far. Don't worry, the podcast is not going anywhere. Next year, Offbeat will have a new voice to bring you more stories and sounds from the University of Maryland. This episode was created by Kimmy Fleming, Sahana Jayaraman, Rachel Hunt, Rosa Pio, and myself, Anastasia Marks. Thanks for listening to another episode of Offbeat. Have a happy holidays. We'll talk to you soon.